Ah, this phone, it's driving me crazy. Have you ever thought about giving up your smartphone for a less complicated phone? That's exactly what Chet and Gary talk about in today's episode. Let's get with it. Good morning, Chad, and how are you today? I'm doing great, Gary. So what's the hot topic for today? Well, I, I heard this rumor that you were thinking about ditching your iPhone and going to just a flip phone. Is, is there any truth to oh that Oh my rumor? gosh, where did you hear that? I don't know. I was reading this article, and, and then I saw this thing on the uh, on YouTube about this, and it said everybody was ditching their smartphones and going back to, to dumb uh, flip phones and just uh, un, unsmart cell phones. And I said, what? Uh, in fact, the thing I saw said that a billion, smart, or a billion dumb phones had been sold uh, because of people who were bailing out on their smartphones. So what I thought we'd talk about today is what's going on. Sure, sure. Now, let me ask you this. Is it actually people are ditching those phones, or is it that people are getting off the Internet and social media and apps that are really just junk? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and and that's kind of what's happening is apparently there are people that are beginning to realize, and, and from what I was seeing in the information I was looking at, is these are people in their 20s to mid-30s who are suddenly beginning to realize that they become addicted to their smartphone, their iPhone or their Samsung or, or whatever they've got. And uh, a lot of reasons were given. So I thought it might be kind of interesting to look at this and find out what's actually sure. happening. Um, to kind of start this off, though, I, I went and I looked up some statistics. And the last time I had gotten any real numbers was in 2018, apparently, for the number of smartphones in the world, and it was 3.8 billion, which was about half the population. And I was quite shocked when I went and looked at some statistics, which gave me the data for July of 2020. And the number of people in the world that have a smartphone, 6.6 billion smartphones are in use, 83.4% of the population of wow. this planet have smartphones. Now, if you include all of the non-smartphones along with the smartphones, 7.3 billion cell phones billion. exist. 91.2% of the population have a cell phone. Amazing. Now, they, those are just numbers that blow you away, but I also looked up some data in the United States it was here, and it said in the category of 18 to 29-year-olds, 100% have a cell phone. Wow. (laughs) Of those, 94% are smartphones. The rest of them are just cell phones. In the 30 to, uh, let's see, let's skip that one. Let's go 50 to 64 category because they're the people that would be starting to get in the area where we are. Uh, 94% of those people have smartphones. I'm sorry, I take that back. Have any kind of a cell phone, 94%. 73% are smartphones. Uh, In the 65 and older, 85% have any kind of a cell phone. 
46% of those are smartphones. So then it comes down to about half. That's right. It drops down to about half for 65 and older. The other statistic that just kind of blew me away, uh, I didn't realize this in the United States, that according to the data on this website, and uh, the web website here for anybody that's interested that I was looking at is my, bankmyself.com. Bankmyself.com. Okay. And uh, they were showing that Apple has 59.1% of the market share in the United States. Samsung has 26.4%. And then there are a few other 3.9, 3.3. This is for Motorola, LG. Uh, Google has uh, 2%. And uh, other unknowns are 1%. That's pretty encouraging for our club then. <laughs> right. It is for our club. But the reason I was looking at these statistics was saying that if the article that I originally saw that said a billion dumb phones had been sold, um, I was looking at that, and it kind of bothered me a little bit, that number in relation to the original number I had, and, and saying, how many people are we really seeing dumping these? And it doesn't seem to be that big a percentage of people, and it appears that a lot of these have been over the, about the last five years that this has been going on. But it, it's kind of interesting, I think, to, to look at what was happening and why. And so there were several people that had stories. And I thought it might be kind of interesting to look at these because there seems to be a continuing or a kind of a common message through all of these. Uh, so one of them was a woman named Laura. Um, she says, it became a distraction that she escaped into. Social media was addictive and trapped her like a drug. Wow. And every single one of the interviews with people or videos that I watched on YouTube concerning this mentioned social media as being a major culprit in the concerns that people had, and they all referred to it as addictive. Uh, the fact that they got so locked into the social media sites, and that's Facebook and uh, TikTok and WhatsApp and uh, Twitter and those kind of sites that uh, that was a major thing that started to rule their lives, and they decided it was time they had to get out of that, they had to break out of that. So that really doesn't uh, bode to going down to a dumb phone. It's just stepping away from the Internet. It, it's stepping media. away from the Internet. Yeah, they, they want the telephone. They wanted the phone, but they didn't want this telephone. Um, then there's uh, Simon here, and one of the things that he says is a ringing phone demands that it be answered regardless of what else is going on around you. And I thought that was kind of an interesting thing. And he said, uh, also he said that young people's minds are not ready for social media. And so he said that we probably shouldn't be dumping on or letting younger kids um, pick up and, and get involved in this addictive social media environment. Uh, but the, uh, the interesting thing about the ringing phones is I've seen it with so many people. If the phone rings, they have to answer it yeah. regardless. And uh, it isn't true. You can, you can put them on hold. I see Matt said uh, one of the interesting things he, he said was, a computer that you used to use at home is now a computer that you can carry around with you. So something that you had to go to the desk in your office uh, to sit down and use and check your email and so forth is in your pocket. He said he was, found he was using his iPhone as a coping device to get him through the days. I thought that choice of terms on his part was really interesting. It was interesting. Device. 
Um, so the convenience of having a phone in your pocket, pocket. Yeah, is just and, alluring for the people to get on it. Yeah, and Wall Street Journal had an article out here. They said, uh, all of a sudden, 9 to 5 is now 24 7. 24 7. Yeah, he said, you got it with you all the time. And checking email is stressful because you are doing something that other people need. You are being driven by others. Emails are like rain, and notifications are like a storm. <laughs> and so they said that this is one of the things they're seeing happening, is this idea of the phone ring, I have to go answer it, no matter, I'm driving down the road, I have to answer my phone, because the phone ring, right i got to get to it. <laughs> and, uh, oh, look at it, just went bing, because i got a new notification down here, and, and oh my God, now all of a sudden i got to go handle that. And then there's another one down here, and this didn't actually have an individual's name associated with it, but he said, every time we use our cell phones, we are anticipating being rewarded by finding something new and exciting. Cell phones become a source, daily, uh, a source of daily stimulation and reward. And I thought that was an interesting point of view also, that they were using their smartphone to gain access to information, looking for something not in their existing lives. They were using them to find something else. Uh, and you listen to some of these people talk, and one of the people said that he actually went and uh, talked to someone about this, and they recommended he get professional help. <laughs> that he was so locked into what he was doing, and he said, the first thing I do in the morning is turn it on. The last thing I do before I go to bed at night is I read it, and uh, on and on and on. Houston, and on. we got a problem. That, that's right. So uh, the, the thing seems to be that the number of interruptions that it causes is a big driver. In other words, you become the tool that the phone uses. And, uh, you know, your interruptions coming in from social media or from news items or whatever you're following, the phone's ringing and you're answering it. We're seeing more and more telemarketing. And uh, we're also seeing more text messages with advertisements and particularly with messages from uh, the candidates in the races now. Right. So those, those are the things. The other thing, like I said, social media was mentioned in all of these as being an issue and staying away from social media. So uh, I also found it was interesting. I found an article saying that Facebook's parent company, uh, Meta Platforms, uh, is expecting to post its biggest drop in daily users and its first decline in revenue in the company. Do you think that's because we have an option now to not be tracked by Facebook? No, it says in the article the reason is because rival TikTok is suddenly taking oh. over all the business. Oh, I see. <laughs> so they just switched platforms. They just switched platforms. But I, I guess the bottom line on all this, and it sounds like really interesting stuff, and we could probably spend hours talking about the reasons for this, but I think the bottom line is that we need to tell our club members that there are problems with becoming addicted to this, and it can become a controlling thing in people's lives. From the statistics that I was mentioning earlier, this doesn't seem to be a big problem for seniors uh, but I could see where it might become at some point in the future. Um, I also think that it's interesting that Apple has done some things to mitigate these kind of problems. And I think it's important that people that use uh, things like the iPhone in particular pay attention to these. One of these is screen time. 
Mm -hmm. right? Apple has the ability to track and monitor your screen time and show you how much time am I actually using my phone, how often do I pick it up and turn it on, and you can follow this over time. And it's in your settings, you go into settings and look for screen time, and you'll find the information there, and you can look at it and say, am I winding up spending a significant part of my day with this? So that's one of the things. The other thing that I recommend that people do is they seriously look at eliminating or significantly reducing their interface with social media apps. Take the apps off the phone, possibly, if you're concerned about it. And those are things like Twitter, TikTok, uh, Facebook, uh, and any of those kind of social media type things where, oh, i got to find out what's going on in the world, mm -hmm. so I'll go check my, uh, right. my page and... Uh, or my wall in, in Facebook to find out what somebody has posted for me and so forth. How many so, likes I got. How many likes I got. How many people are following me? <laughs> if I don't have enough people following me, I'm terrible. Um, so uh, you got to do things like that. The other thing is that Apple has created something called focus modes. And up until iOS 15, uh, the latest operating system release on the iPhone that came out last fall, uh, that was pretty much do not disturb was it. Starting with the last fall, you can now define your own focus modes. And in focus modes, you can say, I don't want to receive notifications unless they come from this particular application or person. I don't want to receive telephone calls unless I get them from this particular person. And you can turn that on and say, this is my peace time. So I defined a focus mode called peace. And during peace, I don't want to be bothered by any of this. I don't want to have any of this stuff going on. Leave me alone. Um, so focus modes, I think, are another tool that are very valuable for people. Uh, the other thing to remember, too, is that ringing telephones don't necessarily have to be answered. And right. one of the things to realize on an iPhone is if the iPhone is ringing and you choose not to answer it, if you press the side button, that's the button that you would press to put it to sleep, if you click that button twice quickly, it sends the call to voicemail and it stops ringing. So you can just do that, and off it goes. Um, so there are things like that you can do. You can also go in, and there's a feature in the iPhone. If you go into Settings, Phone, and scroll down a little bit, you'll see Silence Unknown Callers. And I strongly recommend that people turn that on. Uh, what that means is, unless you have a contact a phone number in your contacts list, their call will immediately go to voicemail. Your phone will not ring. So your phone does not become something that is driving you. Uh, and one of the things I always thought about with cell phones was I didn't get a cell phone so people could reach me. I got a cell phone so that I could reach people, primarily in emergency situations. So I didn't ever look at it as being something that was going to be controlling my life. I always wanted to be able to control it. I think um, one of your presentations, you uh, gave a hierarchy of... Um intrusiveness and, and at the highest would be a phone call a phone ring, call. and the lowest would be an email yes with a text message in between that's right so i think if we start looking at it that way instead of just calling people just text them text them right yes and, and you're 100 correct if you look at it from the invasiveness of the contact uh, a telephone call is i have to stop everything i'm doing find my phone turn it on listen to the call that's coming in change everything that was going on in my life at that point in time to carry on that phone conversation. Um, and that may or may not be something you want to do, but in most cases, it's not something you want to do. You were busy doing something else before the phone rang. 
So that, that's one of the things. The other thing is that Apple has now included something called Hide My Email. And Hide My Email allows you to create an alias email to use if you uh, join a, a, a set up an account on a website or a Travelocity or something like that. You can put in an alias email, not your real email. And if you start getting a lot of junk messages through there, you can simply delete that alias. Right, right. And nothing, nothing is hurt. Your right. email is, is still the same. And just out of uh, curiosity for people, I was kind of shocked myself. I have uh, taken messages and put them into the junk file, uh, you know, anytime I get something I don't want to see. And I went through and cleaned out some of my stuff yesterday. During the month of June and July of this year, I got over 1,400. 1,400. 1,400. 1,400. <laughs> actually, 1,436 messages put in my junk mail that I had not had to open and read. These were messages that the computer put in there automatically for me because I, I told it I didn't want to see those kind of messages. Unbelievable. So there's a lot of things like that that we can do. But I think the benefits of uh, having smartphones, especially for seniors, with the ability to use them in an emergency to, uh, in association with an Apple Watch to do fall detection, to have medical monitoring going on on a smartphone, to have notes and reminders and uh, your camera and so forth available far outweigh these problems about addiction and, and what I choose to do with it. We just have to get in this attitude of saying the phone is not there for all of these things to bother me and I'm going to shut them off. Uh, I'm going to shut off notifications, I'm going to shut off the bells ringing, all of that kind of stuff uh, and uh, try to get my life back again. That's good, good information. Well, Chad, it's about time that we uh, take our focus off here because we've had it on here, although I did hear a ring come in, so I'm yeah, going to have a bite now. <laughs> pardon, pardon, pardon me about that. Yeah. So, anyway, I think it about does it for uh, this episode, and we look forward to seeing you next episode. Goodbye, Chad, and have a great day. Goodbye, and I'm turning my notifications off. Absolutely. <laughs>